Your recipe for mastering mealtime awaits at the 2024 National Restaurant Show. As appetites for mealtime value increase and demand for convenience grows, now is your opportunity to elevate your food service offerings and become the go-to choice for hungry shoppers on the move. Find fresh flavors and products to keep your customers coming back for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. As you explore a bustling show floor featuring over 900 product categories, from award-winning food and beverage items to innovative equipment and technology. Join your peers at the show for food service in Chicago, May 18th to 21st, and emerge as a mealtime favorite. Visit the official show website at www.nationalrestaurantshow.com to register and learn more. Osco reports strong sales in December, C-Store brand Come and Go is set to disappear by 2025, and the U.S. Supreme Court rejects R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company's challenge to a California ban on flavored tobacco products. Welcome to Retail Daily, your quick look at the top news from Supermarket News and CSP Daily News. I'm Tim Inkelbarger, editor of Supermarket News. And I'm CSP senior editor Hannah Hammond. December was a good month for Costco, as the warehouse retail giant recorded a 10% increase in year-over-year net sales, reports Yahoo Finance. E-commerce was a major driver with a 17.7% bump year-over-year. Same sales growth U.S. was up 7.3% in December and 12.8% in Canada. Breaking it down even further, fresh foods, especially bakery, did particularly well during the final month of 2023, registering sales growth in the high single digits. More than 60 years and four generations of Kraus ownership later, the Come and Go brand will disappear by 2025, a half dozen sources shared with CSP Daily News, months after family-run Maverick closed on the venerable Iowa-based chain with roughly 400 stores, the Utah retailer famous for its adventure-first-stop theme and sporty exterior design, has chosen to retire the come-and-go brand. Last-mile delivery service Instacart is expanding its advertising with a new pilot program that features digital ads on its AI-powered smart carts, the company announced Monday. The new initiative will test the ads on its caper carts at Good Food Holdings Bristol Farm Supermarkets in Southern California, and Instacart plans to roll out the ads at more stores in the coming months. The Haslam family on Sunday settled its billion-dollar lawsuit against Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, which owns Pilot Co., a day before a two-day trial was to begin over how Berkshire accounted for the value of Pilot stores. The lawsuit accused the conglomerate of using improper accounting to devalue the Haslam's remaining 20% stake in the Knoxville, Tennessee-based travel centers. Details of the settlement, which dismissed all claims and counterclaims, were not disclosed. Dollar General announced the departure of its current executive VP, Store Operations, Steve Sutherland. Sutherland's last day will be January 19th, and after that, he'll be replaced by Steve Deckard. Dollar General's current Executive Vice President, Growth and Emerging Markets. Deckard, who's been with DG for 18 years, first started with the company in 2006 as Regional Director of Stores. There's been a recent slew of new food service consumer packaged goods, many of which are leaning heavily into social media to drive awareness and consumption. Taco Bell recently released Crunchwrap Supreme and Chipotle Chicken Quesadilla Cravens kits in an exclusive collaboration with Walmart. And Starbucks collaborated with Stanley, makers of the uber-popular insulated tumbler, to sell a $49.95 winter pink Starbucks co-branded cup. 
available exclusively at Target. A Taco Bell spokesperson said the goal of such retailer-exclusive launches is to provide as many access points to our brand as possible. Sprouts Farmer's Market is expanding this year as the grocer plans to open seven new stores by mid-March. The growth is part of a five-year plan where Sprouts aims to expand 10% year-over-year. Additionally, Sprouts plans to open six stores in the Philadelphia area. Pete's Fruitique workers in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, ratified their first collective bargaining deal with parent company Sobeys. The workers rejected the grocer's first offer that included a pay increase of $0.05 above minimum wage. Details of the deal will be made available in the coming days. Amazon is making further inroads into healthcare with the release of its new healthcare conditions programs, a partnership with Amada Health that aims to help customers identify overlooked health benefits offered by their insurance plans, the company announced Monday. The online retail giant noted a Bureau of Labor Statistics report that shows roughly 25% of U.S. adults are unaware of all benefits they are entitled to under the health care plans, and they leave nearly 30% of their benefits unused every year. The U.S. Supreme Court on January 8th announced it will not hear R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Co.'s challenge regarding California's voter-approved measure ban on the sale of most flavored tobacco products. California Governor Gavin Newsom in August of 2020 signed the law, which was backed by Californians who voted to uphold the law, which bans most flavored tobacco sales in the state. Uber Health is partnering with healthcare company Socially Determined to assist vulnerable patients with access to supplemental benefits like transportation, same-day food, and prescription delivery and other services, the companies announced Monday. Uber Health, the healthcare logistics platform for the San Francisco-based rideshare and delivery company Uber, will gain access to benefit data and eligibility files from patients, enabling healthcare providers to deploy a variety of services. In the past two weeks, the national average retail price of regular-grade gasoline slipped a further 3.15 cents to about $3.18, according to the most recent Lundberg survey of U.S. fuel markets. It has been 15 weeks of pump price cutting, totaling 80.73 cents. Retail margin is fair. After forfeiting 16.92 cents in regular grade margin since November 17th, now it has regained 3.55 cents and averaged about 38 cents per gallon on January 5th. And that'll do it for today's episode of Retail Daily. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more for your daily dose of retail news. For more on these stories, visit CSP Daily News or supermarketnews.com. I'm Tim Inkelbarger. And I'm Hannah Hammond. Have a great day.